Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the December 15th edition of The Court Report on the Nechem Siegel Network, the premier place to get all your sports news and information regarding the Yeshiva League. The Court Report, brought to you by Crown Trophy of Brooklyn, comes to you every Sunday night at 7 p.m., as well as an encore presentation on Tuesday night at 7 p.m. right here on the Nechem Siegel Network. Every week, we'll take a look back and a look ahead at all things Yeshiva League related, including scores, standings, and interesting topics covering all of your Yeshiva sports needs. If it interests you, it'll be here because this show is all about you. Had a game this week? Let us know. Friend me on Facebook. Send me a message. My name is Elliot Weiselberg, W-E-I-S-E-L-B-E-R-G. You can also follow me and tweet me on Twitter. My name is YLS Wiseguy, Y-L-S-W-E-I-S-G-U-Y, or email me at Elliot at NachumSiegel.com, because if I don't know about it, we can't talk about it. Again, I'm your host, Elliot Weiselberg, assistant coach of the Yeshiva of Flatbush Falcons JV and varsity hockey teams, and co-coach of the Yeshiva Hartora junior high hockey team. But most of all, like you, I am a Yeshiva League fan, and I am humbled and privileged to be able to share the amazing efforts and accomplishments of these kids each and every week with you, live from the press box at the Anderson Arena in the heart of Brooklyn. Thank you once again to our sponsor, Crown Trophy of Brooklyn. Mike Feller and his staff are pros at what they do, and if you've won an MYHSAL trophy in the past, you've experienced it firsthand. Please contact Crown Trophy of Brooklyn for all of your trophy and plaque needs. Well, just in case you forgot that it was winter, we had a little dose this week that caused a major disruption in our action, with Tuesday night and last night being wiped out due to the snow. Um, several games had to be moved, and playoff scenarios had to be redrawn to fit. Uh, despite that, several teams are close to locking up postseason berths in all four boys' leagues, as well as several girls' leagues. We'll get a chance to run through them in just a bit. Uh, we'll recap the action that did happen this week, including the big hafter DRS doubleheader this past Monday night in varsity hockey and JV hockey, and for all intents and purposes, is the games that did not in basketball as the snow forced a postponement of two major tilts this week. So let's tip off with that in varsity basketball. Uh, unfortunately, the snow managed to wipe out two of the most amp- anticipated games of the weeks, including the highly hyped North Shore Hafter tilt, which was postponed thanks to Tuesday's weather issues. Uh, the game has been rescheduled for Thursday, January 9th. The other game, the Frisch Ramaz contest, postponed because of last night's snow, has not been rescheduled as of yet. Two other games wiped out by snow, DR and Derekatora also canceled their Tuesday night tilt, and Hafter made it two on the week, having to move last night's game with Hank. Uh, the Hawks will be in action shortly tonight, however, as Hafter hosts Flatbush at 8 p.m. Nine games did happen this week in varsity basketball, though. Kushner began the week dropping YDE 57-44. to They would end up with a split after fail after falling to division-leading Ramaz in a barn burner, 71-61 to on Wednesday night. Matt Stadmauer tallied a game-high 29 points in the loss for the Cobras. Kushner at 3-5 and five is still in the playoff race, having leapfrogged MTA and Hillel into the sixth position in the West. Uh, Ramaz is uh, sitting pretty at 8-1. They enjoyed a four-game lead go, uh, in the... Sorry, they now enjoy a four-game lead in the win column over SAR at 4-1, and one, and an additional one game in the loss column over Heschel, who gained win number four this week, defeating TABC in the new Weather Center 53-39, to avenging their early season uh, loss to TABC at home back in October. TABC enters uh, today's contest with Hillel, which they won. They entered at a 5-3, and three, so they're now 6-3. and three. Heschel was also in action today facing Rahman. We don't have a score of that uh, for that game as of yet, but hopefully we'll have one later. The remaining games on the week were all in the division battles. Uh, Frisch dominated Mag and David in Brooklyn on Wednesday night, 52-33. Justin Hode led Frisch and the game with 26 points, upping the Cougars to 5-3 on the season. Mag and David is falling fast, having lost their last four contests after winning their first three to start the season to drop under 500, and are barely hanging on 
to a playoff spot with both YDE and Hank right behind them in the standings. It is, however, worth mentioning that these four losses have come against ranked teams, uh, as you would have it, having dropped the last game to Frisch, one to Hafter, and two to North Shore on the season. So the record may not necessarily be indicative of where the team will actually be with DRS, Hank, Robum, and YDE coming up for them before final season. Speaking of Hank, the Hurricanes raised their record to 2-4 with a win over JEC this week. North Shore, the newly crowned number one ranked team in the nation by Jewish Hoops America, put some distance between themselves and the rest of the East, at least for the time being, blowing out MTA 64-34. Junior Cody Cohen led the Stars with 14 points in the victory. The Stars will look for win number 10 tomorrow night against YDE, who were also in action against Hillel this past week. So let's take a look at the standings uh, after today. Uh, all these standings, again, are courtesy of the new website, myhsal.com, where you can find standings, schedules, results, and other information on all of your favorite Yeshiva League high school teams. Uh, this is without the YDE Hillel contest and the Rambam Heschel game, which we don't have scores for. So as it stands in the East, North Shore leads at 9-0. and Hafter is in second at 7-1. and Flatbush at 3-2. and DRS and Mag and David are tied at 3 and 4. YDE and Hank are tied at 2 and 4. Rambam is at 1 and 6. And Derek Otora is at 1 and 7. Over in the West, Ramaz is at 8 and 1. TABC at 6 and 3. Frisch is at 5 and 3. SAR at 4 and 1. Heschel's at 4 and 2. And Kushner and MTA are both tied with five losses. Kushner's 3 and 5. MTA is 2 and 5. Hillel's 2 and 6. And JEC is at 1 and 8. The Varsity League has three playoff scenarios this week, and maybe more depending on the results of today's games. Uh, although I don't believe Rambam Heschel really affects anything in terms of the playoffs. In the East, North Shore can clinch with a win tomorrow night against YDE or Flatbush on Wednesday, or a loss by either Mag and David to DRS or Hank to Derek Hattora. A North Shore win would all but ensure at least a first-round home game, while two wins would clinch a first-round bye by virtue of being 11-1, with the worst-case scenario of three losses tying them with Flatbush in third place, but holding the tiebreaker with two regular season victories. The second would be the one coming this Wednesday to make it the second win. Hafter can also clinch a playoff berth. The Hawks would need to defeat Flatbush tonight for this to be possible. If they come away winners, they would need YDE to drop both games this week against North Shore and Derek Hattora, and Hafter would punch their postseason ticket. In the West, Ramaz can clinch a playoff berth with a win against TABC on Wednesday, or before that, if Frisch defeats Kushner tomorrow night. And so the Jewish Hoops America Top 25 from this past Tuesday looks like this. As we discussed before, North Shore is the new number one in the nation, supplanting Eula, who has held the top spot since the two squared off in Memphis this season. Last week, we asked how the pollsters would handle the top spot since, the, uh, sorry, how they would handle the Hafter Ramaz Heschel issue after Hafter dropped Ramaz. While the pollsters have answered us, and they have Hafter and Heschel tied at fourth overall, second in the Yeshiva League, and Ramaz right behind them at sixth overall, fourth in the Sheba League. All right, Hefter I get. The win over Ramaz was huge, and they deserve to be moved up over the Rams, but for all the props that I've given Heschel, I'd like to know how they got the piggyback over Ramaz. Granted, they beat TABC, who came in at number at eight, uh, number eight in the nation, number five in the Yeshiva League. But when it comes down to it, Ramaz topped Heschel only two weeks ago. Shouldn't that have a bit more weight than any contest that happened this week, especially against a team that was ranked lower to begin with? Again, Hefter's move up was expected. Ramaz's drop was expected, but I think the voters dropped the ball by dropping them behind Heschel. So moving over to JV basketball, which ended up being a somewhat light week because of the snow. Like Varsity, four games were moved. Tuesday's DRS Hank and North Shore Hafter battles were moved. And last night's Rambam Ezra and Hank Hafter battles were, uh, were also pushed off as well. 
With today's TABC Hillel game, there were seven games that were played this week. Over in the Brooklyn division, Ezra dropped two on the week, getting doubled up by Rambam 48-24, and then losing to North Shore to remain winless at 0-5, representing the last winless team in the JV Basketball League. So the Brooklyn division stands as follows. DRS was idle this past week and remains undefeated at 6-0. Hank and Hafter, also idle because of the weather, stay at 3-1 and 2-2 and respectively. Rambam currently stands at 2-3. North Shore at 2-4. And Ezra at 0 and 5. DRS can clinch a playoff berth this week with a win over North Shore on Tuesday night. Over in the Brooklyn division, Flappush upped their record to 6 and 0 with a 54-43 victory over Lave Bunham on Wednesday. Also, Megan David dominated Orhatora 62 to 34. The standings for Brooklyn look like this: Flappush at 6 and 0 and now is a two-game lead on Idle for uh, Idle uh, YDE at 4 and 2. Megan David now stands at 500 at 2 and 2. Shari is right behind them at 2 and 3. Orhatora is 1 and 4, and Lave Bonham is 1 and 5 to round out the division. Flappush, who doesn't have a game this week, can still clinch a playoff with a loss by Orha Torah and Share Torah. The ideal situation for Flappers would be a Share Torah win over Orha Torah tomorrow night, and then a Share loss to Mag and David on Thursday or YDE next Monday. In the NYC division, SAR stays undefeated, improving to 5-0 after a 60-27 shellacking of MTA. The win allows SAR to stay at the top of the division, putting a game between them and 4-1 Heschel. MTA drops to 2-4, but still ahead of Ramaz at 2-6, and, and Westchester at 1-6, who faced on Thursday night with Ramaz walking away victorious. As a result of Westchester's loss, SAR finds themselves clinching a playoff berth. Heschel can now clinch a, uh, a playoff berth with a win over Westchester tomorrow night. Finally, in the New Jersey division, there was only one game this week with Hill and TABC squaring off today. As I said before, TABC took that one and now breaks ahead of the three-win pack with win number four, tying division leader undefeated Frisch. Hillel drops to 3-3 three and three and is tied with JEC for third place. Kushner rounds out the division at 1-5. and five. There are no playoff scenarios for the division this week, and it seems like it might be that way for another week or two, with four teams within one win of each other and fighting for three spots. This race could go well into January. However, note that each team will play three games, uh, at the very least three games, before winter break. So, last week I unveiled the Court Rivals JV Basketball Rankings, my first attempt at sorting out the JV Basketball League. Uh, I received mostly positive reviews for it, with the exception of a team or two being one or two spots out of place, and for the most part, people thought it was pretty accurate, so I'm pretty happy with how that turned out. This week's top ten, uh, because of the lack of action really, pretty much stayed the same. RTMA at ten, Hank at nine, Hafter at eight, Hillel at 7, TABC at 6. That would have changed had Hillel defeated TABC today. Heschel at 5, Flatbush at 4, SAR at 3, Frisch at 2, and DRS at 1. Again, let me know your thoughts. This way I can uh, maybe change things up. Maybe I have something wrong. Maybe there's something that I'm missing. Let me know. Once again, you're listening to The Court Report on the Nachum Siegel Network. I'm your host, Elliot Weiselberg, taking you through the week in Yeshiva League Sports. Now, let's move over to center court to drop the puck on the hockey action for the past two weeks. Over in Varsity, the DRS Greenhouse claimed yet another hafter victim this week as the Wildcats once again topped the Hawks in DRS, this time by the score of 5-2. Senior defenseman Sammy Rausch scored less than 30 seconds into the game, and junior offenseman Leo Rubin added one three minutes later to send DRS off. 
you know, each would add another goal with an Avi Janikowski goal uh, standing as the game winner. Ironically, the two after goals came from junior Evan Fader, who transferred from DRS earlier in the school year. So DRS now takes firm hold of the top spot in the East at 9-0 and after taking out Hank today. Uh, Hafter fell to 5-1, uh, and one, leaving DRS as the only undefeated team left in varsity. Uh, the Hawks had no time to stay down, though, with TABC coming into Hafter on Thursday. These groups of students have squared off in the semifinals in each of the last two seasons, with TABC taking the JV tilt two years ago, uh, as well as the varsity matchup last year, both en route to championships. However, these two teams only somewhat vaguely remem- uh, resemble either of those two teams with all of Hafter's additions and TABC's losses. Uh, it would be the additions for Hafter that made the difference in this one, as seniors Mark Spivak and Ari Barrett scored for the Hawks en route to their 4 nothing win. Adam Shriver's Steven Zaslowski also scored, and Joe Kestenbaum recorded the shutout uh, for the Hawks in the win. Also recording shutouts this week was Steven Esses, as the Flappers goalie recorded two with identical 5 nothing victories over Magan David and Solomon Schechter. Uh, senior Mo Malice scored twice in each for the Falcons, while freshman Sam Laniato added three of his own to bring his season total up to a respectable 12 as a freshman. Magan David went 0-for-2 on the week, dropping a 9-1 laugher to Hank, leaving the two sides tied with three wins as the race for the fifth and sixth seeds in the East heats up between the two and North Shore. Hank's loss today drops them to 3 and six, two games ahead of Mag and David in the loss column. The other East team in action was a cross-conference thunder battle in which JEC blanked YDE 3-0. Yosef Kramer recorded the shutout for the Jersey Boys, giving them their first win since, their upset S- uh, since they upset SAR to begin the season, a 6-0 stretch which included a 6-1 loss to Frisch earlier this week. Speaking of Frisch and SAR, both were involved in the remaining two games on the week, each on opposite ends of overtime results on Wednesday night. Frisch dropped MTA 5-4 on a Mikey Rubin laser two minutes into the extra period. SAR ended up uh, on the wrong end of the battle with Kushner, losing 2-1. Elon Slonim ended the extra session for the Cobras, helping them leapfrog SAR in the standings with 10 points to the Stings 9. Junior defenseman Lewis Rees scored the regulation marker for Kushner. Jared Isaac, the Sting leading scorer, put in SAR's lone goal on the night. Uh, One game, the Rambam North Shore game, was wiped out because of the snow. So let's take a look at the uh, the standings now for varsity hockey. Uh, DRS is firmly in control of the East with 18 points at 9-0. Flatbush uh, is right behind them with 14 at 7-3. Hafter has 12 points and is 6-1. Rambam has 10 points. They're 5-4. Hank and Mag and David have six points, each with three wins. Hank with six losses, Mag and David with eight. North Shore has four points at two and six, uh, right behind those two. YDE has three points at one, seven, oh, and one. And Solomon Schechter has, has five losses and zero points. In the West, Frisch has 12 points is at, and is at six and two. Ramaz has 11 points and is five, three, and one. Kushner's right behind them at five and three with 10 points. SAR is 4-3-0-1 at 9 points with their loss to Kushner in overtime this week. TABC is 4-1. MTA is 2-3-1-1. And JEC is tied with MTA with 6 points at 2-4-0-2. In the East, the playoff scenarios are like this. DRS has clinched a playoff berth by virtue of their win today. They can clinch at least a first-round home game with the win or Rambam loss or a tie and a Rambam loss or tie. They can clinch a first-round bye with a win over Flatbush and another Flatbush loss or tie to YDE on Saturday night or DRS again on Sunday. 
Flatbush, for its for what it's worth, can clinch a playoff berth with a win over North Shore. Uh, sorry, excuse me, a win or a North Shore loss or a tie and a North Shore tie. They can also clinch a first-round home game with a win and a Solomon Schechter loss to either Mag and David, North Shore, or YDE this week, or two Solomon Schechter losses to Mag and David and YDE, a Hank loss to Mag and David next Monday, and a North Shore loss to Solomon Schechter. So let's go over that one more time. DRS has clinched a playoff berth. They can get a first-round home game with a win or Rambam loss or a tie and a Rambam loss or tie. And they can clinch a first-round bye with a win over Flatbush and another Flatbush loss or tie. Um, And Flatbush can clinch a playoff berth with a win, a North Shore loss, or a tie and a North Shore tie. They can also clinch a first-round home game with a win and a Solomon Schechter loss to either Mag and David, North Shore, or YDE, or two Solomon Schechter losses, um, and a Hank loss and a North Shore loss. So let's move over to JV Hockey now. Last week, I laid out a roadmap of games that could have completely closed out the JV East playoff picture. Uh, just to remind you of what needed to happen for all four playoff spots to have been taken up. Uh, DRS needed to defeat Hafter Monday night. Flatbush needed to beat Mag and David Monday night. Or Hank needed to beat Mag and David on Wednesday night. Rambam needed to top North Shore on Tuesday night. DRS needed to drop Westchester on Wednesday night. Hafter had to defeat North Shore on Thursday night, and DRS needed to have taken out Hank today. So let's see how that played out. DRS needing to defeat Hafter? Check. Uh, just like in Varsity, DRS's greenhouse proved to be too much for the Hawks. DRS topped Hafter in overtime on an Isaac Freeze game winner. Freeze seems to be making a habit of deciding close games down the stretch with his second big game ender, coupled with the interesting ending to the Rombaum game earlier this season. So Hafter now falls from the ranks of the undefeated, but salvages the regulation tie point that could come in handy depending on how the two Rambam games and remaining DRS game at home work out. Flatbush needed to defeat Mag and David. This almost happened. Flatbush went up 3-0 aided by two goals from freshman Joey Habert in nine seconds, but slowed down the stretch and allowed the Warriors to close the gap and tie up the game with four minutes remaining to send the game to the second overtime between the two this year. Earlier in Flatbush, the Falcons won a 3-2 game in overtime. Here, there would be no solution as the game ended in a 3-3 tie. Uh, the tie wasn't a make-or-break in the scenario because Flatbush would have still held the tiebreaker over Mag and David in the standings. Additionally, Hank held a bare end of the bargain on Wednesday, defeating the Warriors 4-1 for their first win of the season. The loss officially ended Mag and David's playoff hopes. We'll get back to Rambam North Shore in just a second. DRS soundly defeated Westchester 11-1, so, defi- so despite Westchester's recent string of two games... Uh, two games and two wins, they are now officially eliminated from playoff contention as well. Hafter took out North Shore 4-1, and today DRS defeated Hank 7-1, officially eliminating them from playoff contention as well. But back to Rambam North Shore Tuesday night, it didn't happen, which blew up the entire scenario. Each team actually needed North Shore to drop this game in order for at least Rambam, DRS, and Hafter to grab postseason tickets. Flopush, even with a North Shore loss, would still not have clinched because their tie against Mag and David would not have allowed them to jump over the stars. So the fact that this game didn't happen means that the East is still open for business, at least until this week. Tomorrow night, Rambam will face North Shore, and a Rambam win means playoff berths for the Ravens, DRS, and Hafter. Flopwich will get their chance Wednesday night against DRS to punch their ticket. Assuming that Rambam does win, Flopwich will only need one point to close out, but will have to do it against DRS and Hafter to end off their season. The alternative is to wait for North Shore to slip up, but that could take a while, 
as unless last week's North Shore Rombaum game is rescheduled for an earlier point, the next North Shore game won't be until after the new year when Hank and Westchester, and if it gets far enough, DRS get to play spoiler. Out West, things are getting heavy real fast as three teams are close to clinching as well. We'll get to that in a second, though. It was a light week on the West board, but like the East, two of the top division teams squared off with undefeated Frisch meeting undefeated SAR in the rink at SAR. Well, with half to losing, that would mean that the winner of this would be the last team standing with a zero in the loss column. And that distinction now belongs to Frisch, as the Cougars topped the Sting 2-1 on goals by brothers sophomore Stevie and freshman Yehuda Brin. Frisch now jumps to 4-0 as SAR drops to 5-1, but still maintains its top spot out west. Freshman Solomon Freilich posted yet another goal for SAR. Other West action saw Ramaz take two games over the week without giving up a goal, blanking MTA 4-0 and JEC 6-0. Last night's snow forced the rescheduling of the Kushner MTA game and the Hillel TABC game. So the standings are as follows. In the East, DRS has 12 points and is 6-1. Hafter is now 5-0-0-1 with 11 points. Rambam and Flatbush are tied at 10 points. Westchester and Mag and David are tied well behind them at 4 points. Hank now has three points, and North Shore brings up the rear at two points. In the West, SAR has 10 points with a 5-1 record. Frisch and Kushner are tied at eight points with a 4-0 record for Frisch and 4-1 for Kushner. TABC and Ramaz are tied at six points with a 3-1 record for TABC to Ramaz's 3-5. Hillel has four points. JEC has three points, still looking for their first win. And MTA rounds it up with two points. The playoff scenarios for the JV this week are, as we already covered the East, but this week the West actually has some scenarios too. SAR can wrap up a berth with a win this week over Ramaz or a win next Sunday in TABC. On the flip side, MTA could be eliminated with a loss to SAR on Thursday and a TABC win over SAR on Sunday. Kushner and Frisch are close to clinching, and Ramaz is close to being out, but none of those can happen until at least next week. So on to today's rankings. Uh, in varsity, the varsity rankings are as follows. Uh, Kushner sneaks in at the fifth spot. Frisch is in fourth. TABC is in third. And with the defeat this week, DRS now takes the top spot over Hafter at number two. Uh, DRS, Hafter, and TABC rotate with TRS with DRS defeating Hafter and Hafter dominating TABC. Frisch was idle benefits from the activity happening above them and below them, and just as soon as SAR entered the top five, they exited with their OT loss at home, being replaced by Kushner, who takes back the five spot. The same situation somewhat occurred in JV this week. Uh, Rambam's fifth place. DRS is moving up to fourth with their win. Frisch is in third. Hafter drops back one because of the overtime loss uh, into second place, and TABC now takes the top spot. DRS enters back into the top five with their win over Hafter. The Hafter loss opened up the top spot to them. Uh, and this can only be tentative to TABC. Uh, this can only be tentative uh, depending on next Sunday's game between TABC and SAR and Frisch's game against Kushner this week. Uh, SAR falls out of the top five with Frisch making their way up the ranks. You can find the full varsity and JV rankings as well as the junior high rankings on our Facebook page and on the Jewish Hoops America Hockey Forum. Having made our rounds through the boys' sports, let's take a look at the week that the girls had. In girls A, Hafter split the week, defeating Central 28-22, but losing to Ramaz by 13. Central rebounded with a 47-28 win over Flatbush to grab their first win of the season. And Frisch and SIR also came out victorious to stay tied atop the West Division at 5-1. Ramaz can clinch a playoff berth with a win over Central on Thursday. SAR can clinch with a win or a Mayanout loss to Hillel on Thursday. 
and Kushner lost to North Shore tomorrow. Frisch can clinch with a win and a Kushner loss. Hillel can make it with two wins, one including against Frisch today and Maya Note on Thursday, or just Maya Note and a Kushner loss tomorrow. In girls B action, SKA went 2-0 on the week, defeating Megan David and Shari to up their record to 7-0 and can clinch a playoff berth with a win against Breweria on Thursday or I shall have it lost to Megan David. Breweria can also clinch with a win over SKA or I shall have it lost to Megan David and a Shari lost to Shalamis or Elon this week. In girls JV, in the East, Ramaz tops Hafter to avenge their earlier loss and pull them within a game of the Eastern Division-leading Hawks. Both teams are at six wins and have clinched a playoff spot. Flatbush and Central are close to clinching the final two spots in the East. Uh, Flatbush can do it with a win over North Shore on Wednesday. Central can clinch with a Flatbush win and a win of their own over Ramaz on Thursday. In the West, Mayanok ribs two wins and could have clinched a playoff berth with a win over Kushner today. And uh, although we don't have a score from the game, the winner of last week's SAR Kushner game can clinch a playoff berth with a Westchester loss to Frisch on Wednesday. All right, let's move over to our games to watch segment for the week. We'll start off with JV Hockey. Next Sunday, the game that we're that we're going to focus on is the TABC SAR game. They'll meet up in TABC in a rematch of a game won earlier this season by SAR at home 3 to 2. That game currently stands as TABC's only loss on the season at 3 and 1. SAR is coming off of their home loss to Frisch, so both teams currently stand at one loss, meaning that this game is necessary for either side to keep pace with Frisch as the loser falls two games behind first place. And for SAR, with only one game remaining against Frisch, a loss would mean needing to defeat Frisch and having TABC split with Frisch in order to force at least a three-way tie and have a shot at the championship. Uh, sorry, the division title. Things would be much easier with an SAR win, for SAR at least, who would then only need a win and some minor help from TABC to take the division. Uh, one small problem with this, Daniel Levy, Zach Rothenberg, and Josh Deshino will be on hand this time. Uh, and that uh, that doesn't bode well for SAR's chances. All three missed the game the first time around in SAR. So look for things to get a little messy out west after this one. Over in varsity hockey, Tuesday night's TABC Kushner and Thursday's Ramaz SAR tilt will be important to the west in terms of the playoff race. But I'm looking forward to seeing where things stand now as opposed to day one of the season when SAR and JEC meet again in SAR tomorrow night. Uh, Will SAR show us that the game was an early season fluke? We'll see. Moving over to JV basketball, there aren't that many meaningful games on the docket with the exception of the Shari games against Orha Torah and Megan David and how they shape the standing in the Brooklyn division. And in varsity basketball, TABC Ramaz on Wednesday night should be a good one. A win could put TABC one game behind the Rams in both the win and loss column. But a win combined with the fact that Ramaz still has a game remaining against Frisch and SAR could keep hope alive for the Storm in the race for the Western Division title. A Ramaz win puts TABC on the borderline with four losses and three teams right behind them with five in the race for the final uh, for the final playoff spots. Let's take a look at the the girls um, the girls schedule for the week. Over in Varsity A, this week we are going to have North Shore and Kushner tomorrow night, Heschel and Flatbush on Wednesday night, North Shore and Flatbush, Frisch, SAR, Mayanote, Hillel, Ramaz, and Central all on Thursday night. Um, Moving over to Girls B, we are going to have Shalamis and Share and Mag and David and Elon tomorrow night. Ilan and Shari Torah, Shalhevet, Mag and David, and SKA and Bruria will square off on Thursday night. 
And over in Girls JV, this week, they actually have no games coming up. So, uh, well, that about wraps up another edition of The Court Report. If you missed any part of this episode, you can catch the Encore presentation this Tuesday night at 7 p.m. following The Book of Life by Charles Harari, or you can find The Court Report on iTunes or the Nachum Siegel Network app on iPod. Tomorrow morning, JM in the AM with Nachum Siegel from 6 to 9 a.m. live on the stream, NachumSiegel.com, JM in the AM.org on your radio, 91.1 FM, 90.1 FM in the Catskills, 91.9 FM, Rockland County. Before I leave you tonight, I want to thank you for joining me. My thanks again to Crown Trophy of Brooklyn for their support. Uh, for more of me, you can hear me every Tuesday morning on JM in the AM at around 7.20 with the Tuesday morning JM in the AM sports report. And remember, a wise man once said, sports are a great deal like life in that it teaches that work, sacrifice, perseverance, competitive drive, selflessness, and respect for authority are the price each and every one of us must pay to achieve any goal that is worthwhile. That was from Vince Lombardi. Uh, Great lessons in life. Uh, Stay warm, everybody. Have a great night. Drive home safe.